Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Roderick Lipshot, or just Rod. Uh, thank you for coming back and uh, listening to our one lovely voices and talking about our favorite thing and film and a little bit of TV. Uh, we do have a Venom spoiler review for you guys today and can't wait. I uh, hope you guys stick around for that discussion. But before we get started, we do have a rundown. But before we do any of that, Ben is also here, as always. Benjamin, how you doing, buddy? Hey, doing good. Uh, thank you, one person, for remembering to announce me. So I am here and ready to go. That's right. That's right. Uh, we don't do what we usually have uh, more of a we usually have our usual suspect with us for spoiler reviews, Ben. But it's just the two of us. We're going to try doing um today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we're going to do a uh, we're going to do a Venom uh, spoiler review, guys. But we have a lot of stuff to cover in a rundown today. A whole bunch of news that came out last week. Uh, some trailers, some TV stuff. We are going to talk about what if, and uh, some other film movie and some other film stuff. So uh, let's not waste any more time, guys, and let's dive in. Let's talk about the Medicine to New Work first before I talk about this other little indie film that I watched. Uh, okay. Ben, the Medicine to New Work. You and I are big Sopranos fans. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You watched? Did you watch this in theaters? Did you want HBO Max? Uh, HBO Maxed it. Okay, so did I. So did I. <laughs> And I actually, I texted Ben yesterday, or what's today, Wednesday. So I texted Ben the day the day I was watching it, and I was like, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I hope this gets better. And uh, he gave me a one, a couple word answers of, <laughs> it "Is your venom? It, it is what is it? It's your venom or, or, or whatever." Yeah, this is Something. this is your venom. Let there be yeah. carnage. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this this it didn't get any better, Ben. It didn't. Get oh, any okay. I, uh, HBO is very, very hit or miss with their movies lately. <laughs> um, well, really, in terms of let me take that back. In terms of their hit shows that they turn the movies, so like Sex and the City, I didn't see those movies, but I also didn't watch the shows, so I I, <laughs> I can't really comment. Good that. example. Yep. Yeah, but uh, Entourage, I did like. I did love the show Entourage, and I did see the movie, and I love the I I love the movie, but that was really when it boils down to it. Ben, that was fan service. It really was fan mm-hmm. service. The movie. Because if you didn't like the show, you're definitely not going to like the movie. And it didn't do that well at the box office, and it was very, very heavily panned by the critics, unless, of course, you were fan of the show. So in comes Many Saints in New York, the prequel. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, Ben, that yes, I didn't enjoy it. There are aspects of it I did like. Mm-hmm. Really, it was Corey Stoll. I love Corey Stoll in this. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was great. I was a little disappointed, Ben, that we didn't get a lot of uh michael gandolfini yeah i was like we are like 45 minutes into this and we still haven't seen him yep. close to it i was like this is this is weird uh i think the trailers kind of led us astray yeah, yeah, with that aspect very, very yeah misleading. Yep. but without a doubt to me the best stuff in this movie is um why am i drawing a blank on his name alessandro nivola yes thank you is, who plays, uh, uh, dickie yeah, I everything with Dicky I loved. Great care. Um, I want to say something, but it's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> the, the opening, I was like, "Oh, we're going that. We're, we're you're just yeah. gonna let us. Okay, yeah. cool. You're just gonna tell us everything." I mean, I I was surprised by the opening of the movie. Yeah, um, I was t- I was telling a friend, I was like, "Oh, you want to watch it together?" And uh, I knew he hadn't seen um, Sopranos, but I, I was like, "It's a prequel." But then I watched it by myself, and I was like, "Yep, nope, watch the show first yeah so yeah i did like alessandra uh, navola was i did i say it right 
I think so. Yep, and I uh, really like this character. Some of the cameos, I guess, or characters from this show that make like small appearances, cool, fine. I did like Vera Farmiga a lot, though, man. Yeah, I thought she, yeah. I thought she was really good, especially that scene about at the school. Yeah, I like that yep. scene. But actually, I'm, I was going to mention the scene at the uh, when she's talking with Tony. Kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love that. It's actually one of, the, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yep. But yeah, dude, I, I'm i just a big Corey Stoll fan. I thought Corey Stoll was really great in this. And John mm-hmm. Bernthal, I kind of wanted more of. We didn't get a whole lot mm-hmm. of John Bernthal. Yeah. Uh, but well, I said this on my letterbox, Ben. This didn't do anything to further my love of The Sopranos that I didn't already have to begin with. Yeah, it was. It just kind of was there for me, uh, and I actually I do want to thank GoFobo because they did send an invite to go see this. I got an early screener. It was like two days before the movie actually came out, but mm-hmm. um, but you know it's on the other side of town, so I was not going to make that drive. I'm kind of glad I did it because this was just okay. It was just okay. Uh, I didn't hate it, Ben. I, did, I not by any stretch did not hate mm-hmm. it. I just mm-hmm. it's it was two hours of. <laughs> meh. And it also it didn't feel like it was going anywhere either. I was kind of like, what's the plot of this? What are we doing really doing? But yeah, I, whatever. It's if you're a Sopranos fan, I would recommend seeing it. If because maybe you'll have it it'll hit you harder than it, it did for me. Right. Uh, but I, I I didn't really enjoy it all that well. Also, Leslie Odom Jr. was um he was good in it too. I did I did enjoy his performance for what he was in because he kind of disappeared for a bit also. <laughs> yep. I thought he'd have a bigger part too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did kind of feel like kind of like a filler episode <laughs> extended. That's a good word. That's a very good word for it. Um, because, yeah, I mean, you know, not every episode, of course, is huge and action-packed and everything. But then also, if you're doing just this one-off movie, <laughs> um, not action-packed, but more diving into the story more. Um, and And we needed more character interactions i guess and more story development i i do agree with that um what we got with dicky like you said was the best parts um and the his actions and stuff i mean some of those were surprising and and <laughs> i don't want to get scene into it but on the beach i was yeah like, oh, shit. yeah okay <laughs> yep. yeah that that shocked me but uh yeah, and I, I don't know. It's it's kind of cool getting the background of someone that we kind of heard about in the series, but then ultimately it wasn't anything that changes the way you watch the series either. So, no. uh, yeah. The and then the the cameos and stuff. The only <laughs> one um, when when they had Christopher as a baby, that whole scene was a little that was just fan servicey and wasn't that funny. Yeah, uh, it felt awkward, but. But uh, but yeah, I mean the the music and everything, conversations were good. It's just uh, yeah, it's it's middle of the road for me, as well. All right, yeah. So that's the many things new work, guys. Uh, let us know in the comments or send us shoot us an email what you guys' thoughts were on it. We'd love to. Maybe you guys enjoyed it more than Ben and I did. Mm-hmm. Him, him and I were kind of a bit lukewarm on it, but yep. uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts because it does have a high Rotten Tomato. I think it's in the seventies on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's doing well ah, critically. Okay. But you know, it got. The HBO Max treatment, so it didn't, it kind of bombed financially at the box office. I think it made around two million dollars or something this past weekend. So yeah, it's uh, I mean, look, it wasn't gonna make that much money anyway, even if there was not a pandemic then, because it's just the way these HBO movies kind of go. Uh, although the first, let me take that back again. Both the Sex and the City movies actually did pretty well. 
So, but again, I haven't seen them. Yeah, I, do about them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do want to share this quick story. Well, because it's, it's the conversation of HBO. So I had to bring it okay. up. Okay. Uh, my mom and grandma, they, they were downstairs watching it in a theater room. And, and I was, I is this was Friday night. I was getting ready to head out and I see them coming up and like, it's two different reactions. My mom, <laughs> who got me to the Sopranos in the first place, mm. uh, big shy. She's more of a fan of Sopranos than I am. <laughs> and uh, she's walking up the stairs. She was very disappointed. Look on her face. Like, eh. Grandma comes up the stairs with her snacks. Oh, it was great. I loved it. I was like, oh, okay. That's funny. This is going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's go listen to that quick story. So that uh, okay, let me talk about this other movie ben, that I watched yesterday. Right. It's called the one you're with, and it you know this kind of happened last year, Ben. When I uh, like you know I'm just on Google Play and I just like you know looking for movies to buy or whatever, and I come across a film like oh that could be good or it could be really bad. I come across this uh, this movie, the one you're with, about two people who have a one night stand and then it pandemic happens and they're stuck together. Okay. Now I saw a film like this at Sundance back back in January. It's called what was it called? The Two of Us. Mm-hmm. And no, it wasn't. It wasn't Sundance. It was. Uh, oh my God! Then why am I drawing a blank yeah. on it? That other uh, festival you were part South of. By South, South by Southwest. Uh, okay. It's called The End of Us. Not the Two of Us. The End of Us. Okay. And uh, it's it's basically the same premise of these two people who get stuck in a. Uh, well, actually, The End of Us. The two of them, they were in a relationship, but they broke up, and they're stuck together because of the pandemic. This one, the one you're with, is two people who had a one night stand there, stuck together because of the pandemic. And I hadn't heard of any of these actors. I, I looked up the film. I was like, I don't think I've seen these people in anything. It's a, it, this is like the definition of like an indie film, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got the IMDb, uh, but it doesn't have a wiki page. Wow, like most movies do. So I was like, how how low budget is this? I was surprised by how much I was. I adore this movie, man. This is really. I was really charmed by this. I, I really like their chemistry. Uh, they don't even have names. They go by in the credits, Ben, they go by guy and girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, they don't even have names. Uh, and then uh, Colton Dunn, who plays the president, he comes on every once in a while to give kind of like these uh, State of the Union addresses mm-hmm. or whatever. And he, he was really funny. But uh, C. Bailey Warner and Coco Marshall are really our two leads. And for the next hour and a half, you're just stuck with these two as they kind of get through this pandemic. And I just love their chemistry. And there's some real genuine heart in this. Uh, Coco Marshall was especially, she was fantastic. I loved her. She was so good. And uh, her, like I said, their chemistry is really strong. Some real, some real funny moments. Uh, I, I implore everyone to try if, you know, you, buy video you know vod or whatever or if you can find it on demand I, I would recommend giving it a watch you may not love it as much as i did but i it's it's a very I'm not gonna say easy watch because i feel like that's kind of a detriment to the film there i don't want to say like that's an easy watch or whatever but it's a good watch it, it's a very good watch and um, i actually then i had a like five second conversation with coco marshall i was like i just like reached out i was like because i was looking people no up. I was, like, yeah instagram. i was like can i find a director can i find anyone and coco marshall had instagram so i was like hey really enjoyed your film and she responded back and i was like oh, oh wow i was like oh thank you so much and then uh she was like hey if i can you know help you guys out your podcast or anything uh if i can you know give you guys next a shout. week i was like, I was like yeah well like, we would love to have you on 
crickets. So I was like, okay, so did you really oh. mean you could help us out, or were you just saying it to be nice? So though? she actually said that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were joking. That's awesome. No, I'll send us. I'll send you a screenshot of the conversation later. All but, right. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully we can have Coco on. I, I would like. I would love to have Coco Marshall on and talk yeah. about the film. If uh, maybe I'll just have to remind her. I don't know. I was like, yeah, I don't like because I was like, I don't know how these things work. We haven't done interviews or whatever, but love to have you on um, and talk about the film. And she left me on scene. So well, <laughs> well maybe maybe we'll respond, maybe not. I'm not gonna like bug her or anything. I just, you know, it was really just more of like a shout, out, like, hey, you know, great job on the film. Really yeah. loved it. I want to do my part in the podcast to spread the word. And you know, her responding back was really cool. So I just want to show cool. But yeah, the one you're with, if you guys get a chance, um, check it out. Please tell me they play the song "Love the One You're With" in it. Don't think so. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll still check it out. Uh, also, before we leave the movie reviews, Ben, I do want to say this because uh, you know I'm a big digital collector. Like that's how I buy all my movies, really. Not really a collector if it's digital, but okay. You know what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, I get I get what you're saying though. Nighthouse is available on digital, guys. So if you guys, oh yes. Yes. Please, please, please yes. go watch Nighthouse. Uh, because it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Yes, so it I, is. I, I, I bought it on Google Play uh yesterday, but I was like, I was surprised. I was like, then I make an announcement, then I didn't say shit. Then <laughs> yeah. I dropped it. Uh so yeah. Cool. The recommendation for the Nighthouse. Uh, I also okay. have one movie oh, uh, from, from Netflix. <laughs> you talked about it before, but it's uh The Guilty, because someone got to see it yes. early. Uh, but oh, okay. I watched oh, like it with a week early. The... Calm down there. It's all right. It wasn't like Song Chi or anything where it was like two weeks. It was like yep. a week. All right. Really like a day because they released my art house theater the next day. So I really wasn't like it wasn't early. Right. I got like a you know, kind of right. early. Like, here you go, buddy. You know, okay. whatever. Go well, on. Tell us how you felt, Ben. Anyway, me and the other plebeians watched it on Friday. <laughs> uh, and it was really good. Uh, I gave it, I feel like I'm enjoying it a lot more than a lot of other people. And I will say, um, I've not seen the original. Um, Neither of us have. So, and it's I, on Hulu. I, Oh, it is. Okay. It well, is I'm definitely, definitely going to watch it then. And I feel weird recommending, you know, an American remake of something. I'm usually against good, those, dude. but I really <laughs> liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course I'm, I'm a big Gyllenhaal fan too. So who was it, man? Yeah. For it all to take place in that, one room um and his his emotions and everything and the the way the story goes was surprising me told you and i love too that they don't give away they they really don't give away like everything all the information i guess i'm trying not to spoil anything but it there there's something underlying going on that you kind of figure out along the way but i'm like we don't need you know all the details for that so no you don't and it, it kind of made the ending a little better i thought so yeah i i did, will check out that uh, original did let me ask you this did the uh ending because I, I told you i kind of lost a little steam for me towards the end how did you feel the same way or did you i mean you kinda... no i i like the ending too a lot did anna enjoy it did you watch it with anna yeah yeah she was glued to the couch also oh good you know what's great about the movie too man it's not long it doesn't overstay its welcome yeah it's like hour and a half mm -hmm. it's perfect perfect yep. length. and i told you man like there's it's a lot more emotional than I thought it was going to be at first. Mm -hmm. Like, there's he's got some Jake John Hall's character has some other shit going on, yeah, uh, that they don't really tell you about, and uh, that stuff worked for me. That yep. stuff really worked for me. Me too. Uh, all right, let's well, let's dive into the small screen, Ben. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some TV. Let's 
you know what? I'm going to save the what if stuff for last. Because okay. that's where we're going to spend most of our time talking about it. Anyway. I, I mentioned it a while back, but I did uh, Not Perfect Strangers. The uh, Hulu show with Nicole Kidman and everybody else in Hollywood, like half of Hollywood. No, <laughs> Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Bobby Carnavale, uh, Luke Evans. Uh, Michael Shannon. Samar, yeah, Michael Shannon. Samara Weaving. Stat cast, guys. Really stat cast. And I finished the show last week. This, I, it, it really, like, to me, Ben, it doesn't, it was a good show. I enjoyed it for what it was. I was a little bit underwhelmed with the finale in a mm. way, but then I wasn't because it was emotional. But there was some stuff, and I was like, okay, well, eh, eh. but as a, as a total overall package, the show is pretty, definitely pretty good. Uh, I just, what I took away from it was Nicole Kimmins, a, she's a fucking beast, man. Nicole Kimmins, <laughs> she's, I mean, if you yeah. didn't know, if we, I mean, look, we all know that. It's yeah. Kidman. Um, Melissa McCarthy, I'm telling you, man, when she doesn't, she seriously has that Sandler effect. When she's not <laughs> doing comedy, she's great. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't do that many dramas. Yeah. Uh, you know, she had that Can You Ever Forgive Me, which she got an Oscar nomination for, deservedly so. And then she did, she's done this. And I and I thought she was fantastic in this. Bobby Carnavale was great. Uh, Samara Weaving. Dude, she continues to impress me. I'm I'm a, I'm becoming more and more of a tomorrow weaving fan. Definitely a step up from uh, her little cameo in GI Joe. Oh my gosh, crap that was. Uh, they, she didn't even need to be in the movie anyway. No. Uh, and then oh, before I forget, too, Regina Hall is also in the show. And she, dude, Regina Hall kills <laughs> it in the show. Man, she was she was probably my second or third favorite character in the show. She nice. was fantastic. And uh, Michael Shannon as well had some really good standout moments. Really particular, like the second half of the season, he has some episodes where he's just like you see the real, like he's real, just diving really deep into this character. So uh, I recommend it. Cool. It's a nice binge. It's nine episodes. Each episode's like between forty-five minutes to an hour. So uh, nine perfect strangers, guys. Hulu original. If you have Hulu, check it out. Uh, Billions season five, a show that no one seems to watch, uh, but I do. It's on Showtime, and. Uh, the fifth season just had its finale this past Sunday. And I wanted to talk, I really wasn't going to talk about it because no one really watches Billions. But I want to talk about it because uh, the main character, Damian Lewis, this was his final appearance as uh, Bobby Axelrod. Uh, and What a name. Yeah, uh, dude, Damian Lewis. I mean, he, re- like, he was in Homeland for three seasons and then, you know, came into this for Showtime. And, uh, I was like, wow, I'm not going to give up what, what happens to his character, but, you know, I, I did some research. I had the finale. I was, I was like, is this it for, is this it for Damian Lewis? And then I found out his wife had passed away from cancer during the pandemic. So I was like, oh, wow. That's probably why. Yeah. And it wasn't just because of that. He's kind of, he was kind of tired of doing like American shows. He wanted to do more stuff overseas and be closer with his kids. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is very, very understandable. Mm-hmm. But, uh, cause all, like the second half of the season, because season five had been actually premiered last year, but then they had to shut it down because of COVID. So oh, wow. Half, okay. The, the second half of the season didn't premiere until what, a month ago. Mm. So in the second half of the season, a whole lot stronger than the first half, trust me. But uh, he's going to be missed. And because uh, he is one of my favorite TV characters of all time. And Billions was a show that just kind of disappeared out of nowhere for me. And I, I loved it a lot. And you, it, it's very educational. As well, <laughs> if you're interested in learning about the stock market, 
and uh and, and and trades and bonds and stuff i'm not trying to bore you with that but it's it's interesting to me at least mm-hmm. and uh, the writing ben is just so freaking good in this show uh and if you're a big paul giamatti fan paul giamatti is yeah. the, probably the other main character in the show and he is fantastic um honestly there is there is not a single weak character throughout this entire five season run so far and uh so now season six going to pick in, which is going to premiere in january it's going to pick Corey Stoll against Paul Giamatti. <laughs> and I am, I'm excited, but then I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad because we're probably not going to see more Damian Lewis. And that makes me upset. But I, I, I do like Corey Stoll's character. I like the way they initial little promo at the end of the finale for what's to come in January. So I'm excited for season six of Billions. But I just wanted to throw in a little Billions review in case anybody else out there watches it. If you do, let me know because it's tough to find Billions fans out there. Um, uh, <laughs> So yeah, that's my quick review of season five of Billions. Uh, slow start, second half of the season definitely picked up for a very interesting. It was an interesting season, to say the least. Let's talk about this goddamn phenomenon known as Squid Game. All right, so I I went on Netflix because I think the show premiered two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, Ben. I think it was two weeks ago, and I was like, "What the hell is Squid Game? That seems like some sort of stupid reality show. <laughs> I'm not into it. Whatever." And then over the course of the next couple of weeks, everyone keeps talking about Squid Game. Squid Game. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to sit down. I got some time. Get my squid on. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. I, well, I... Okay. I'm not going to say that, but okay. I, I, did, I did watch Squid Game. Uh-huh. It is a... One of the best shows I have watched on Netflix since Ozark, I would think. I, this is... Uh, you kept narrowing it down. Yeah. I, I, oh, Netflix well, I, I, since... Well, because like I, I was going to say this year, but then I thought of normal people in WandaVision. I like those two shows better. But this is Squid Game is, dude, this is a show. <laughs> this is something else. Uh, I don't even really want to talk about the plot because there's so much more to this show than what you see through the trailers. So Squid Game, if you guys don't know, I'll just give like a general consensus here, what Google says. Hundreds of cash-strapped contestants accept an invitation to compete in children's games for a tenth prize, but the stakes are deadly. That's it. That's all I'm going to say because <laughs> okay. there's so much more to this show. I will say the violence in this show, it's not just for the sake of just being violent. Like it all kind of fits in with the overall story. Uh, but what really impressed me, Ben, was just the time it took with its characters. There is an entire episode just focused on like, the characters and their backstories. And it's actually one of my favorite episodes because it kind of helps with the rest of the, the rest of the series and really getting to love these characters and for all the people who have watched Squid Game out there, there's an episode where they play Game of Marvels, and goddamn, it just it got me emotional to my core. It it shook me, rattled me. It's uh, Squid Game is a very, very, very not just easy binge, bingeable show, addictive, sure, yeah, whatever. This is just a great show. Period. Strong writing, great characters. Uh, I am curious how season two is going to go. I would be okay if there was not a second season, honestly. Mm. Because I don't want Netflix to rush this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if they if they are going to do a season two, take a year, do it right. Because there's potential for a season two from the ending. Uh, I'm not going to say what it is, but there's a lot of potential for a season two. I just uh, I just don't want them to rush it. But just in talking going back to season one, I, I, I I'm just very impressed with how emotional and connected to these characters that I became. Because uh, I thought it was just more, and I thought Ben Hansen just going to be a show just for like a shock value, mm-hmm. um, because of how grotesque and brutal it is. And that's kind of how episode one started for me. I was like, oh my god, oh! But I want to give a couple of shout shout outs here. 
uh, Lee Zhang Jae, who was our main character, uh, Jihan, uh, Park Hai So, uh, who plays Cho Sang Woo, really, really great. Uh, Jung Ho Yun, who plays uh, Sai, uh, Sai, I'm butchering the name, Sai Boy, Bayok, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, those three characters, they are kind of like three of the main characters you follow on the show. There's a bunch of other characters, but they're kind of like our main three you really follow. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very, very impressed with Squid Game. And I I don't really watch a whole lot of Netflix shows over and over again. I'll probably watch this again just because of how just because of how deeply uh deeply rich, emotionally rich it is and it's deals it's themes of classicism. This really delves into also Ben, this the the theme of human nature and what money can do to you. Mm-hmm. Uh because the the, the the cash prize, Ben, it's a lot of fucking <laughs> it is a lot of money yeah and it it, it shows the true na- it shows the true nature of some people but some individuals really everybody and uh, there's a lot of twists and turns along the way so i avoid spoilers if you can't guys because i'm sure yeah. it's all out there now but but you gotta watch the show dude because it is it's something else man it's really good cool yeah anna watched it and she liked it a lot so i'm sure i'll get around to it talking about that emotional marbles game i usually cry when i play uno because they always beats me so i can sympathize with them there not that kind of emotional but no oh okay yeah not that not oh, well, you just gotta watch the show. i'll watch out for that then yep uh why don't you talk about outer banks before we get started with what if outer banks so i am very slow to watch shows so i'm sure i mentioned this when i started watching it several months ago but i uh, just finished it recently and about to start season two and uh, I just wanted to shout out real quick how how good of a show it is because it's uh, I've heard kind of mixed things and it's you know teenagers kind of looking for treasure, but really the the treasure is kind of secondary and it's really the the uh, you know friendship and then the budding relationship of the the characters involved, um, and it's 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 really good. I really got into it, even the even knowing that there was a season two the last episode of the first season i was like shocked and then getting emotional by it so maybe that's just me but um they they write these teenagers so well it's like how actual teenagers talk and joke with each other and then that budding relationship i was mentioning is is very sweet and i'm interested to see where it goes so uh yeah i would i would recommend that plus it's cool being um, in north carolina um and i've been to the outer banks before but being close to it is cool and they uh, they take a boat ride to uh, Chapel Hill, which is oh. is not a port city. So I don't really know how that works. The ge- geography is not all there, but uh, still still enjoyable show. All right, yeah, another Netflix recommendation for you guys. Uh, it's got a seventy percent of Rotten Tomatoes, so clearly okay. it's that's good, pretty good. Yep. Um, all right, let's talk about what if we didn't do a review for last week's episode because we recorded our rundown on Monday last week. Um, I'm kind of glad we didn't because we can kind of these last two episodes kind of go neck and neck with our hand in hand with each other. Well, real quick, I've like not watched the new one today yet. Uh, <laughs> that shows my excitement level for it, though. <laughs> all right. It's just kind of. All right. So oh, let's yeah. talk about episode eight first. Then. OK. <laughs> uh, loved it. I, I I did. I did have a really, really good time with that episode. It's probably my third or fourth favorite episode of the series. Just. All right, so you've seen that episode. The Watcher versus Ultron fight was awesome. That's yeah. the highlight of the episode for yep. me. Yeah, I just... These episodes are just too short. 
Like I kind of, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I really just wish they would flesh some of these episodes of that more. Yeah. And it was, I was a little disappointed. It was only thirty minutes. Uh, but I did. There was, a, there was a nod to Natasha's death in Endgame, but this time it was with Clint. Uh, mm-hmm. He sacrificed himself, and I was like, oh man. And can we please, for the love of God, stop killing Tony? I'm really like, I'm getting real tired of this, guys. I'm really like, I'm, I'm really tired of seeing my, my boy die. Please stop killing Tony Stark. Just, just for me, please. I've, I've had enough. They, they opened the portal in Endgame, and now everyone's like, ah, oh, we can do it too. Yeah, oh, we can get all these, all these writers. Yeah. Real. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I enjoyed it. And so, right, what were your thoughts on it, though? Uh yeah, it was good. I'm just every episode I'm like, oh, this premise is great, and then it happens and I'm like, okay. But yeah, it definitely was one of the stronger episodes. I like how it's kind of uh <laughs> not behind the scenes, but you know, it's kind of it's been building to this and it's kind of it's it's cool how it goes. It didn't everyone, go the way I would expect. It, so everyone kept saying uh, this is the Ultron we want. I was like I, uh, shit, it looks silly sure. in live action. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know how they could pull that off in live action. I really no, don't. no. Uh, yeah, I the the darker stuff and they they go big, which is cool. Instead of just changing one character or putting them in a different environment, um, it was definitely more epic in that sense. But also, yeah. can we hang out in that multiverse where Steve Rogers is president of the United States? <laughs> Jesus, I yeah. want to hang out. In that. I want to hang out in that. Yeah. I want to hang out in that universe because. That was really cool. Mm. Uh, and then we, I don't think they meant, I, I, well, actually, I think they knew what they were doing. That whole Ultron eating up the universe when it really looked like Galactus. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Time, I was like, okay, clever. That was clever. Yeah. Uh, it, we all know it wasn't Galactus, but that was, that was probably a nod towards Galactus. Yeah. All right. So since you haven't seen this last episode, okay, I'm going to do my best talk about a non spoiler. It's a good episode. I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. I, I I just I don't this uh, this whole series been has just been like very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I haven't said this in a while about a Marvel project. I wasn't let down, but I'm kind of like meh. I've been meh on this whole series. I, I yeah. just there are there are high points, there are low points. And uh I this last episode, I there were some cool moments. I had a lot of cool moments, and the post-credit scene. No way! I don't know why that was post credit (laughs) at all. I really don't. Okay, that could have been tacked onto the ending. Uh, I I don't understand why that was a post credit scene for the life of me. Um, it's sweet, it's touching. I don't understand why it was post credit scene though. People who have seen the episode know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's uh, it's a good, it's it's a fun episode. It's kind of it was just cool seeing them all from these different universes getting together. Uh, Doctor Strange was probably still the highlight of Mm. the episode, other than old figured. Uh, he was definitely one of the, the strongest. Actually, there is a kind of cool chemistry between Carter and Widow in this episode, huh. I, which I did quite enjoy. Uh, I probably want more of that, actually. Maybe in a live action or season two, maybe. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I if, damn it, I can't say because you haven't watched the episode. <laughs> okay, yeah. So what if as a whole, very hit or miss, but this is also kind of what happens when you have high expectations for these for anything Marvel, which I, I can't not have because it's Marvel. Uh, I was expecting more. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get what I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot to my own fault because I probably should have known. 
But when they say it's canon, <laughs> your mind kind of goes to a whole bunch of different places of what you could do with this show now that it's considered canon. Uh, uh, I'm kind of like, well, I really wish it just wasn't canon. Like how, yeah. how Star Wars Visions is. Like it's Star Wars Visions isn't canon. Yeah. And that's still great. This was like, this doesn't need to be canon to me. But I, I, I think I see where they're going with this. That they could that they have some possibilities they can do in probably multi madness more than No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, so I see the possibilities of of the future for this show. I I just I don't know. It, it's I'm gonna move on because I I just yeah. I, I could go on all day about how disappointed, but then how I'm also excited. My my favorite things from this was the animation. Uh, it was a cool style, and they have really uh really i mean some of the landscapes and action shots are really beautiful and then the music as well uh laura cartman i believe her name is does really well mixing in theme songs and and doing See, i was not impressed with the music I, I i was kind of like eh, on the music. oh okay i, I really it didn't stand out to me the stuff that stood out to me the most really was the animation how great yeah how great this looks uh, i mean but, yeah there's not like a thing in theme song or anything <laughs> but i just kind of like the fluidity of everything Oh gosh, yeah. I just it didn't. I like the, I like the theme song. Like you know, you can always yeah. skip the intro, on uh, you know, just dive into the episode on Disney Plus. But I, I like to watch yeah. the, the listen to the theme and everything. Plus, it does like Karen Griffith writes voice because it's very soothing. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, so let's yep. let's get out of TV. Let's talk about some trailers. Uh, one came out today or a couple of days ago, or actually maybe it was yesterday. Red Rocket, which I was like, yeah, okay, you know, eight twenty four looks pretty good. Mm. Netflix film, the heart of it, the heart of they fall. It's got a stat cast. It's a Western with Idris Elba, Regina Hall. Mm. Uh, not Regina Hall, Regina, Regina King. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Beats, Jonathan Majors, Lakeith Stanfield. I wow. Up. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, wow. I mean, you talk about some of the best actors working today. I mean, you've, yeah. got a, you've got a cast and it's a Western. It's a Netflix movie, though. We all yeah. know how Netflix movies <laughs> go. So, yeah. I mean, this could be. Have you watched that other Western, Idris? Wasn't he in Concrete Cowboy? I still haven't watched it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to. I haven't I, either. I, it, it just looks a little. Not <laughs> yeah. Um, I probably will eventually just to you know kind of get off my watch list for 2021 eventually. Yeah. Uh, it's just it seems almost a little bit too slow, but I've heard good things. I have heard good things about it, mainly the performances. Yeah. But you know, I'm hoping this the harder they fall lands more into that kind of magnificent uh was seven i knew you're gonna say that yep yeah uh because it kind of i kind of got that vibe from a little bit and i i like the magnificent seven it's not a bad yeah. movie yeah it's very entertaining you know i'm gonna look it's not look it's not gonna be the good the bad not, it's just not all right <laughs> but it, it could be yeah, the original spinner the review the, some of the reviews started actually trickling out today and one of the headlines said uh i think whatever the name of the director is uh you know dust off and revitalizes the western genre or whatever or a dying genre so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, man, I have hope. I have hope that this could be somewhat entertaining. All right, well, IndieWire gave it a 3 out of 5, and IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Well, I don't really trust IGN, but... Okay, I, cool. trust, I trust IndieWire. Yeah. Uh, so if IGN gave it a 9 out of 10, I am going to be very, very skeptical. Going <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, The Guardian gave it 3 out of 5 okay. stars as well. So I have hope. There's hope, Ben. There yep. is hope. And then lastly, uh, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I did. Um, no. House of Dragon, the prequel series set thousands and thousands of years, I think, before the events of Game of Thrones. 
They showed a little teaser the other day. Uh, actually, they dropped a whole lot of stuff. It was probably an HBO Max dump the other day. <laughs> they dropped like the Peacemaker clip, the mm. uh, Succession, like the first two minutes. The uh, Six in the City revival, uh, revival series. Dude, how many I, times are you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what was the other one? They dropped, they dropped something else that day, too. Oh, and then this. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it more than I thought I would. This, 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 I'm intrigued. I am intrigued by House of Dragons. I, I'm curious. I am very curious how this is going to turn out. It's coming out next year. So uh, I don't know. Maybe they have to. Get the people, get the guys about to get or have some more Game of Thrones parties, watch parties again. But can't call them that. Gotta call them House of Dragon watch party. No, that sounds lame. I don't know. <laughs> gonna, gonna call it something. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get the trailers. Let's dive into the film news, Ben, shall we? Yep. Uh, let's stick with the, you know, let's talk about Star Wars. Because there's a couple things from Star Wars that came out. Uh, one. Book of Boba Fett. We got our first poster, which is just a yeah. badass poster. Yeah. I want that. I want that hung on my wall <laughs> yesterday. And we got a release date, December 29th, a couple of days after Christmas, right before New Year's. I am uh I have a theory that they're gonna probably run this show, Ben. Because I think it's eight episodes, and then we're probably gonna get Miss Marvel right after this. Because I don't they definitely do not want Miss Marvel, uh, yeah. a Star Wars and a Marvel show. That no, I definitely don't want to do that. So, yeah, I got a film. This Marvel's probably going to come out in February. But back to Book of Boba Fett. Uh, look, I have been on record saying this many times. I'll say it again. Yes, we're going back to the Skywalker saga. And I don't like it. <laughs> but if, from for those who did watch Mandalorian season two, I mean, Boba Fett's the Boba Fett stuff in season two Ben, was just awesome. Yep. Yeah, it was like the I, best iteration of her, his character. I thought. I feel like this might because it might have been the most time we spent with the character. Yeah, well, honestly, yeah, <laughs> that's easy uh, to say. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, it's weird to say that because we got three movie <laughs> or that were not really three, what two in the originals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, the holiday uh, special also. Let's <clears throat> do this to me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, book of both fit. Yep. Poster, which I'm, I'm, I, I hoping to buy here soon on Amazon. I, I couldn't find it on Amazon for some reason, Ben. And uh, the December 29th release date, eight episodes, I believe. So let us know, guys. Uh, hit us up on the DMs. Email us. Let us in the comments if you're excited for Book of Boba Fett or if you're just waiting for Mandalorian Season 3. Or if you're done with the Skywalker Saga as a whole. Or if it's done with Star Wars as a whole. Because, <laughs> uh, I I've, I know some people, but I'm sure you do too, who are kind of done with Star Wars at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but wait, we got more Star Wars news. <laughs> Cassie and Andor finished shooting. Don't understand why we're getting a casting in Andor show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because spoiler alert for my second favorite Star Wars movie, Ben Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, they all died. <laughs> they all, they all died. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> they all and, died. Uh, I mean, look, it's been what four, five years now, Ben. They, I, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening to our show and you haven't seen Rogue One, I apologize, and you can find us if you want to. But I'm. I, it's been five years. Uh, Cassie and Andor is dead, and there's a prequel series. Uh, why we're getting this series, Ben? Don't know. Twelve episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. Uh, especially for a live action. That's the most we've ever gotten for any live action uh, Disney Plus show, Marvel or Star Wars, because both Mandalorian seasons have been eight episodes, I think. Uh, WandaVision was nine, and Falcon and Soldier Loki were six. So this is uh, 
I'm guessing that this is just me guessing. I'm guessing they're probably gonna run around the same length as one division between like 30 to 40 to 50 minutes. Yeah. Like, so if we're, if we're gonna get 12 hour long episodes on Disney Plus, cool, great. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, man? Uh, prequel to a prequel show. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll watch it. He. He was good in the movie, I guess. But yeah, it. It seems random. <laughs> well, I'm more excited well, I, for Obi Wan. Yeah, I. Well, I know you're excited for Obi Wan. I. Yeah. Again, not that excited for Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say this though. One thing I loved about Rogue One and why it's one of my favorite, my, my second favorite Star Wars film, because they really delve deep into the more shady stuff of the rebellion. So I'm kind of hoping maybe we're going to see more of that in this mm-hmm. series, more of the that shadiness in the in the, in the rebellion. And then, did they say Alan Tudyk was coming back to do the voice of? Uh, Ooh, I forget. H2S1? That sounds that sounds right though. I I really do. I really hope so because he's probably my favorite droid man in all of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love K2SO. So yeah, let us know, guys, if you guys are interested in. Cassian Andor, or like I said earlier, if you're just done with Star Wars. Good news, guys. No more Star Wars talk. Let's talk about uh, speaking of prequels, Rowan Atkinson, Sally Hawkins, and Olivia <laughs> Coleman are joining Timothy Chalamet and Wonka. Hmm. I love Rowan Atkinson. Me too, man. <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean. And Johnny English. I mean, oh, yeah. Now, I actually I follow or I'm subscribed to the uh, Mr. Bean YouTube page, Ben. So like <laughs> every morning I see like something new from the Mr. Bean page. Yeah. I just I end up like staying in bed. I was like watching something like all, <laughs> all of it because it's just the stuff he gets in, man. It's just so stupid and ridiculous, but he just makes it funny. Yeah. Uh, and you can't help but love the guy too. Yeah. Uh, and then Johnny English, I think all three of them really I thought it's like an underrated spy trilogy, if you ask me. Well, yeah. okay, I take that back. The first two were really good. The third <laughs> one was yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. They went to more of that tech route, and I was like, eh, <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, but fun fact, Ben. Mm-hmm. If you know who appears in the second movie that I always forget, uh, I've only seen it the once. Daniel Kaluuya is in it. He's like his sidekick, and uh, and really Johnny was reborn. Yeah, oh, that's that cast. Look at that again. cast, Ben. It's like you know, Rowan Atkinson and Dan Kaluuya, but also uh. Roseman Pike is in Johnny English. Right, they come right. Out like this really like good buddy romance, uh, like romance going. Yeah. And I was like, why can't they follow through with that? In the third movie? <laughs> yeah. I wish they had. And then of course, royalty herself, Jillian Anderson. She was, she's in it as well. And uh, Dominic West, if that name doesn't sound familiar, he's been in a lot of TV and the wire and my, my, one of my favorite shows, the affair. Uh, but yeah, Dan, uh, Dan Kaluuya shows up and, mm. uh, and, and Johnny English too. So cool. Uh, they they get more hate on Rotten Tomatoes than they should. <laughs> I I find both those those two movies hilarious. And then yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 curious as to how because Sally Hawkins and Olivia Coleman, Ben, they're also like royalty. Those those two are just tremendous actresses. I mean, like, what isn't Olivia Coleman in these days? She is literally <laughs> in everything now. Yeah. I mean, between the Crown, she's got Secret Invasion coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then you know, I now now she's in this. I mean, look, now now it's just Star Wars. She needs she needs to be in, and her <laughs> career is complete at this point. I still don't give a shit about Wonka. I still don't give a shit nope. about Timothy Chalamet. I, I I'm nope. kind of like Timothy Chalamet to me is one of the most overrated actors. Yep. I think he has turned in two excellent performances. Beautiful boy. I haven't seen it. Watch it, man. He's really he's fantastic. At that and Call Me by Your Name. I haven't seen it. 
I, of course you haven't. Uh, he was in Lady Bird, which you have seen, right? Yeah. Okay. He was. I, I thought he was good in his, Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah, he was good. But he's not in it like a whole, whole lot. No. But you know, that's a, the the takeaway from Lady Bird isn't Timothy Chalamet. It's Greta Gerwig's direction and the fantastic performance of Suri Ronan. I, I'm still not getting all the love for Timothy Chalamet. Maybe Dune will change my mind because I've heard he's fantastic in Dune. Mm-hmm. I doubt it, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just don't give a shit. Maybe we'll see Johnny Depp pop up and do some dancing in Longview. Maybe they'll both <laughs> Gosh, I hope so. And dance in the factory together. I don't know. This this all this seems weird to me, man. I don't even yep. know why we're giving it. Why, why? 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 Hold on. I'm gonna mention this again, Ben. We still don't have a nice guy in sequel, but we're gonna have a fucking <laughs> walk-up movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Your thoughts? Uh, same as you. I don't have anything to add. Really, because Rowan Atkinson is this uh, in this, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> But, Honestly, uh, yeah, it really is because of those three people that are in like Shelly Hawkins yeah, and Libby yeah. Coleman and Atkinson. It's like, okay, you have my interest now. Yep. If they come out with a special candy, I'll buy that and eat it. No, you won't. That would be cool. No, but won't. I'm more excited about that than the movie. No, <laughs> anyway, let's move next. on. Yep. Uh, there's a new Guy Ritchie film coming out next year. And Guy Ritchie just with Jason Statham. And the two of them just had a movie that came out this year, uh, Wrath of Man. Have you seen it yet, Ben? Nope, not yet. Watch it. I it, look. It's not Guy Ritchie's best by any stretch, but uh, this was actually the film that got me back into the theaters. But there are, mm, mm-hmm. the first one I saw after the layoff and the pandemic and everything. Yeah, all, yeah. Um, Wrath of Man really pulled you back in. Yeah, cinematic universe. Here we go. No, I, I, you know, it was. It's a really fun action. That's really dark. Like this is a dark, dark uh, movie, man. Mm-hmm. Like. I was like, holy shit. Even like the score, it's like, I was like, oh shit. I, wow. Okay. I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's really, it's a dark film. Uh, but he's got this new film coming out with Guy Ritchie called uh, Operation Fortune. Um, Rouge the, the, the Jur, the Gur, I don't know. Uh, the Jura. Yeah, the Jura. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't speak French, whatever it is. Uh, but I like, it's an interesting cast because you got Statham and of course, uh, Guy Ritchie's other best friend, Hugh Grant. Um, and mm. you got Aubrey Plaza. Well, yeah, okay. Aubrey, hold on, Aubrey Plaza. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, honestly, yeah. But uh, Aubrey Plaza just did a movie last year, which no one saw, called Black Bear, and she probably gives <laughs> the performance of her career in that movie. I'm telling you, but you need to watch Black Bear. It's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bugsy Malone is also in it. Uh, you don't know who Bugsy Malone is. I know the <laughs> the mafia guy that started Las Vegas. Oh, he, yeah, he, Bugsy Malone, he's a rapper, British rapper. Okay. Um, Josh Hartnett is in it, and I was trying to figure out where I've seen Josh Hartnett before, and he's in a lot. Um, he was just in Rathenau, uh, also. Pearl Harbor, right? And then him. Uh, is that him? Let me look back. In the, no, yeah, he's in Pearl Harbor. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he's also in the first Sin City. That's right. And um, third, oh, that's right. He is in Thirty Days a Night. Pretty good movie. No one, no one really talks about Thirty Days a Night. That's a solid, solid little horror film right there. Yeah, but the the premise been read. Super spy Orson Fortune and his team of operatives recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star to help them on an undercover mission to stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology that threatens to disrupt the world order. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like every action movie ever made. Yeah. Anyway, um, but it's got Richie. So uh, look, it's gonna have its twists probably i'm sure uh and it's guy ritchie isms because of the thing i guess mm-hmm. 
yeah, I, you know, it could be fun. It's probably going to be exactly like Wrath of Man. <laughs> Hopefully more lighthearted than yeah. what Wrath of Man was, but whatever. Uh, you know, any thoughts? Uh, I'll, I, maybe I'll get around to it. I'll try to watch Wrath of Man first and then check that one out. Um, well, yeah, I'd also, fine. yeah, oh yeah. I'd also like to point out, uh, I was thinking of Bugsy Siegel is the uh, oh. <laughs> the uh, the mafia mobster guy. Bugsy Malone. It was actually a musical though about a mafia guy, and then uh, and then of course the British rapper. Does he spell it with a Z? Mm. I think Aaron Davis <laughs> is his actual name. Anyway, that's a rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, Kirsten Stewart and Stephen Young have a new film coming out a sci-fi uh drama that's really all we have so far <laughs> i really haven't said anything else about it uh but i like i said earlier ben i are earlier i think it was last week's episode or what the last one that we did whenever we talked about spencer i've been very very impressed with kirsten stewart's career after twilight uh so i'm excited for her and steven young who just gave maybe his best performance in minari which was i mean he's so good at minari ben Yep. So I I think these two, this is potential for a really good duo right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this. Yep, me too. That's a that's an interesting pairing. I'm excited for that. And a sci-fi drama mm-hmm. could be cool. Yeah, well, a romantic sci-fi drama. So romantic stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't think it has a title. I was trying to look it up while Passengers Two. No. <laughs> All right. Look, I am not the. I don't hate passengers, but God, that was that's that's the movie I call like a disappointment because mm-hmm. there was so much potential mm-hmm. and they shit the bed with that movie. So it, that was okay. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yep. We're almost done with the news, guys. We can talk about Venom. I don't even know why we want to talk about Venom anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we got some Marvel news. Okay, speaking of projects, Victoria Alonso came out last week and said they have 31 projects in development. 31. That's, now, uh, obviously, that's definitely a mix of movies and Disney Plus series. I hope. Yeah. I hope. I hope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be. Well, and musicals, too. That Captain America. Right. That of Rogers. Production. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, please make that a play or like a Disney Plus short or something, please. <laughs> this had me worried. Uh-huh. Because uh, it just seems like I, I don't want them to just kind of just keep doing all this stuff and, it, and they forget about the movie and, or the show at hand you know it made phase one so special was that or really the, the whole infinity saga so special was that okay yeah you could say some movies were kind of just to move us to the eventual infinity ward end game block you know saga whatever but it's always about the heroes first you know and the time we have to spend with these heroes and i don't want them to lose that sense of you know the film at hand, the, the time we get to spend with these characters and not just, all right, we got to move on to Secret Wars, whatever the hell we're doing. We got to move on to X-Men, whatever the hell we're doing. I, I'm just nervous that they're taking on more than what they can. So I'm praying to God that Feige, <laughs> look, I trust Feige with all my, with every living boy in my body. It's a lot, but I trust in Feige. Just don't, don't, just don't lose focus on each individual project, please. Please. Yep, that's well said. And I mean, even in development could be, you know, writing for something several years down the road. So well, I'm sure I'm, some of these I'm hoping it's not an overflow of stuff. I'm sure some of these two are like films that are coming out next year and the year after. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just like, what the hell? I mean, I, 
what is this next saga? This is clearly like some kind of multiverse saga we're in right now. Uh, how long is that going to last? We don't know. Is it going to end after Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness? Is it going to just move on to something else? We don't know. But uh, 31 projects is a lot. And uh, there was some breaking news the other day that Eternals is having its world premiere, Ben, in two weeks on the 18th. So here's hoping, fingers crossed, that GoFobo sends out some invites for some early screenings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Come on, GoFobo. <laughs> Go <laughs> Just a couple of invitations to a uh-huh. special screening. Uh-huh. That would be pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Okay. <laughs> That was weird. That was like a Larry <laughs> David Mickey Mouse. Anyway, Scarlett Johansson, Disney. They finally hugged it out. Yay! Disney caved and gave her 40 and gave her some <laughs> serious RDJ money. Yep. Like 40 million big ones. And it, I think it's a little bit more than that, actually. Yeah, upwards. Um, good for Scarlett. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm really happy about is that her Tower of Terror movie is still going to be in, uh, uh, still a go at Disney. That's the main takeaway, really. Yeah, yep. that, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, well, I mean, look, I, no, I don't think she's coming back in the MCU. I just don't. I think, yeah, no, Black Widow to me would seem like she was done. Yeah, and people, people, people don't realize how hard it is to do those Marvel movies, man, and like the shape you have to get into for those films. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. uh, the amount of work they have to do for those MCU films, she just seemed done. And uh, but who knows? Who knows it is the MCU. We have seen the characters come back a lot, <laughs> so maybe she'll come back in a prequel. Or something. I don't know. I, I doubt it though. But yeah, yes, our Trend movie is coming is still a go at Disney. I'm just glad they were all Robert, Robert Bob Chapek was able to, and all of them were able to kind of put the big big pants on, big boy pants on, and just say, <laughs> "Hey, Scarlet, you fucked up. Here's your money." Yep. And they came out with some very Hollywood statements. Oh my we gosh! We are so glad we oh, were able to oh, get this. All the great um, stuff she's provided, yeah, yeah, it's the work she's done with the MCU over the years. We can't wait. I was like, oh, yeah, God, all the memories. Up. Oh man, this, this yep. is just, this is just <laughs> come on. We're, we're getting a beer stop. after work. It'll be great. Yeah, even ScarJo did it too. She's like, I'm glad we were able to resolve our difference. Well, I was like, oh, yeah, Scarlet. Her agents Shut wrote up. that. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your agents, your manager, they, they all wrote it for you. You were probably in your nice lovely mansion in Bel Air or whatever, just living it up, having a good old time. I don't know what the hell she lives. I don't know if she lives in California or whatever, but the fresh anyway. widow of letter. Yep. I'm glad it got resolved. Yep, me too. Lastly, before we talk about Venom. Venom. And it actually has to do with Venom. It made $90 million opening weekend, Ben. Yeah. 90. That's a that's a lot of money. Uh the current record holder for the uh most money made during the pandemic. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the previous record holder was Black Widow. And then after that is Shang-Chi and then Fast Nine. For opening weekend? Yeah. Uh, yeah. in the pandemic. Yeah, uh, yeah. So my question to you, Ben, is where is that comic book fatigue on the set? Of? Because I'm still waiting on it, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. I'm waiting on that yeah. comic book fatigue. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at my watch here. I'm because it was supposed to happen. <laughs> I think it was supposed to happen after Endgame, right? And then Far From Home made all that money. That's what we heard, yeah. And then Black Widow made all that money. <laughs> and then Shang-Chi made all that money. And then Venom just made all that money. And Suicide Squad should have made a lot of that, all that money. But, of course, Wonder Brothers kind of screwed that project. Yeah. Uh, yep. HBO Max. And we're not even going to talk about Wonder Woman 84. Because that they sh- that movie could have made a whole lot more of it. And it's waited a little bit longer. But they, they, didn't have, they couldn't wait anymore. They had to put that thing out, so. Yeah, I'm just really waiting for that combo to take the Maybe it'll happen with the turtles. 
I'll check. <laughs> we'll, we'll check back in. Come over. We'll, uh, yeah. I feel like we'll keep we'll keep hearing that, and then another project will come out, and we will get keep excited. you updated here on the Infinity Film uh, podcast. Yes, of when yes. The comic book fatigue is going to set in. Breaking news when we because have it. Breaking news. It ain't fucking happening for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety million dollars. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, I'm happy for it because that means people are going back to the theaters. And that's what I meant on my uh when I posted that on my Instagram the other day. I was like, awesome, because people are going back to the theater. Ben, the theatrical experience is. It's here. It's alive, and which is why I'm putting Ben on the spot now. Uh oh, Benjamin Saunders. Yes. Over or under a hundred million dollars? No time to die. Over. Your film. It's like, oh, okay. Shit, I could even say it. I am. I am beyond excited for this. Is like, I haven't been excited for this movie as as excited for a movie like this since Endgame, probably. Going, going back and rewatching all the bonds and everything, and the uh, overseas has been making Killing cuckoos it. of money Killing that it. hasn't even opened in China yet. So ah, I actually do that with that cuckoo. Was that a was that a Christoph Waltz? Uh, oh reference? yeah, I actually said buku, but yeah, that's oh, that's buku, funny too. Cuckoo. <laughs> okay, no, cuckoo doesn't make sense, but <laughs> cuckoos of money. Cuckoo for Bond movies. Okay, anyway, yep, I'm excited. Yeah, no, we're I, yeah, that is, I, I'm 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 very happy for my guy here because he's been waiting for this movie for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know we're both seeing it tomorrow night, or when his episode drops, we'll have both <laughs> seen it. Right. My hype bet has gone up a lot ever since that last trailer. Like that last trailer that was mm-hmm. spectacular, mm-hmm. and then the reviews have coming out. And then, like, yeah, I haven't rewatched all the. I'm just, I've just been watching Craig's, you know, Craig's yeah. films. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for to see this uh with, with the guys tomorrow so i'm yeah dude, this is gonna be well i can't wait we, uh, speaking of which next week we're gonna be talking about bond yay maybe ben and i will get in suits next week oh Ooh, yeah, you guys, yeah you guys won't be able to see us though so well true we'll be getting dressed for <laughs> oh, that was shot down quick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be getting dressed for we will we will shake nothing. martinis <laughs> next to the microphone that. yes we'll do that because we drink martinis not me but maybe he does um <laughs> I'll eat an olive. I'll have a root beer shake and not sure. Anyway, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let's. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end our rundown here. We went a little over, but we're gonna run the ad, and then once you guys come back, we're gonna go ahead and dive into spoilers for Venom at the Big Carnage. We'll have a brief non-spoiler segment for all of you who want to hear our thoughts, non-spoiler. And then we're gonna dive into all the stuff of Venom at the Big Carnage. So, if you're not sticking around, thank you for listening to the rundown. Go see Venom. Come back listen to the spoiler review. If not, we'll see you guys next week when we talk about Bond. Um, so uh, thank you guys for listening to the rundown and uh, enjoy the ad. We'll be right back after these local messages. Bye. No oh, hey, we're back. Um, I don't know why I did that. That was weird. Anyway, let's, talk about Venom. <laughs> yeah. let's talk about Venom. Let's if we have to. Carnage. Um, where do we begin? <laughs> there is so much to talk about uh-huh. i will say this first okay. of all i have i have to do this otherwise um i'm gonna be in trouble so i have to apologize to my friend sam kramer uh, we uh we saw that i'm about to be carnage thursday night and mm-hmm. uh i got an earful afterwards because she just didn't like it at all so I <laughs> since then i have to apologize on the national podcast airways <laughs> right uh, 
I am very sorry that you have to had that you had that experience. You know, I, I wasn't my fault. I didn't make the movie. Uh, blame Andy Circus. That being said, is that a good segue into this podcast? This <laughs> discussion because uh, this is a mess. This is a mess. This is a mess. Yeah. And yet I had so much fun with it. And yet I am mm. really curious with this movie. Uh, I I've, I I gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd. I was very wow. I was too nice. Okay. I was yeah. too nice. Yeah, I'll say. I was too nice. Uh let's let's do a non-spoiler review first. Okay. I like Venom one better. Yeah, same. That, that's all I have. I can't. I, can't, <laughs> I really just. I, I have to talk. I have to. I can't say yeah. anything without getting the spoilers. Look, if you like the first Venom, go see this one. If anything else, just for the post credit scene, because the post credit scene is so massive <laughs> and game changing. It's like, I feel like, I mean, because what's funny, Ben, is that is all we heard about when the first reaction came out. <laughs> the post credit scene is amazing. Okay, how was the movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But stick around till the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. Is it good or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah sure. Tom Hardy's good. Okay, but is the movie good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> it's the post credit scene. Stick around. And this wasn't like Shang Chi post credit scene where it's like, oh god, the audience was cheering and everything. No, this post credit scene actually is like really good, guys. And we're gonna dive in dive deep into it. Cause that's really all there is to talk about. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is a mess, though. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's all I'm gonna say for a non-spoiler review. I'm sorry I'm vague, but this movie's hard to talk about. I to talk about spoilers. Yeah, this, no, this I agree. A, this is a clusterfuck, guys. This is a true clusterfuck. Um, okay, you have ten seconds. We're gonna keep. We're gonna. Ben's gonna give you a ten-second uh, countdown, and then we're gonna dive into spoilers. So Ben, count us down from ten to one. Oh, okay, ten. I'll do it as as Venom. Nine, eight, seven, brains, five. Four chickens, two chocolate, one. There you go. Damn, that was really good. All right, no, thanks. Um, <laughs> Andy Circus, you are a legend when it comes to these, motion uh, capture. Motion capture. <laughs> Caesar, epic. King Kong, epic. Gollum, epic. Um, I'm missing something, aren't I? Yeah, there's a few oh, others. Uh, uh, no, Hobbit. Uh, did he do the motion capture for uh, Smog also? Uh, maybe. I feel like Cumberbatch did some of it too. Maybe I'm no, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the mistake. I thought I did something else. But anyway, you are a legend when it comes to motion capture. And you were great as Ulysses Claw and Black Panther <laughs> and Age of Ultron. Sir, I have not seen your Jungle Book film, so I can't really comment. Me neither. Or breathe. This film was all over the place. Yeah. I then I actually had to go into my car and grab the ad because I had a serious headache after this film. I'm gonna start with the stuff that I liked because we are gonna talk about all the stuff we didn't like. Cause that's how that's, that's, I mean okay. I'm sorry we have to be negative guys, this is just how we feel. And I didn't want to feel like this. Ben knows I was excited for this damn movie. All right. I really was. Yeah, yeah. So the stuff I liked, post credit scene. It was epic, and we're gonna talk about that later. Tom Hardy, I I did enjoy Tom Hardy. I thought he was great. Uh, I I still enjoy the the, the whenever Hart, uh, Brock and Venom, which is two of them, love it. I, I love all of it, and I, I I do get the sense that these guys are like they do have like this special bond because there's a couple scenes early on where Venom really is there for Eddie, and uh, I, I did appreciate that. There's a character in the first one of the movie, uh, Michelle Williams' new boyfriend, uh, Dan. Doctor Dan. His name. 
I actually like Reed Scott this than he was than I did in the in the first film. I thought he because they actually gave him some shit to do this time. Harrelson did the best he could with the script. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I agree with that. And the final fight, I will admit, Ben, the entire final fight, I had a big old geeky twelve uh, year old smile on my face. That was mm. I was eating it up. I I really did enjoy that final battle. Well, um, as Olivia Rodrigo said, good for you. Yeah, I I, I had a blast with that final <laughs> battle. Um, I do want to give one more shout out though to my Dolby Cinema Theater here in Georgia Bay. <laughs> um, the theater usually isn't. I mean, don't look. Dolby's loud. Okay. Yeah. I think the guy fell asleep and just turned up the volume to max because I couldn't <laughs> hear myself half the time. Wow. I was like, whenever Venom was on, I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit, damn, dude, what the hell? I, felt, I seriously felt like I was in a Metallica concert. Like, it was so freaking loud. Um, but yeah, the final fight was really great. And uh, yeah, go ahead, Ben. Um, like you said, Harrelson and I guess Hardy too. I, I, I just, I still can't get into the funny venom and the sentimental <laughs> sympathetic venom but for what he's given and he, he's having a blast i can tell uh hardy as brock so uh, it, yeah uh that's all i got <laughs> i got a list for negatives by the way so i i know i, I really <laughs> like this is worse than fast die for me ben because i was looking forward to both of these because i think yeah. it's like to me, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with both of them, and yet I couldn't get over the sense of God. These both of these films are just terribly structured and terribly put together. Yep. This script is just awful. It is all over the place, and the the first act. Oh my God! I have a Rise of Skywalker deja vu <laughs> all over again i'm like that's wait, good hold yeah on. where are we going this way? wait 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 hold on, hold on. Just, just, hold it on. was wait, so manic where, where are we going hold yeah on. we were just in prison never on a date oh we're on this road here whoa i i i i literally lost my train of like lost my place in this movie for a good minute yeah like i you literally like if you go and like look away from the screen for a minute or for a second and look back up and like hold on shit how did we get the carnage how did he get his powers how did how did Woody Harris uh-huh, get the carnage? Uh-huh, uh-huh. how did we get here I love Naomi Harris I love you you are a goddess mm-hmm. you are a terrific actress but you did, not, you did not deserve this so my 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 rant about your character is nothing to do with you <laughs> why the hell was she in this movie yep why the hell would, if you're hold on and I, and I figured it out, Ben. All right. If you're going to do, if you're going to have Shriek in this, have Shriek be the villain and save Carnage for the third movie. Mm-hmm. But no, you decided to Spider Man 3 this shit <laughs> and put in Shriek and put in Carnage yep. and have this love, love dynamic, whatever. And it was awful. There were, uh-huh. there were many times when, all right. So the final battle, especially, when Shriek <laughs> was screaming. I was literally rooting for Carnage. The Carnage was like, I need to shut up. I was like, yes, Carnage, <laughs> shut her Please. up. Please, yeah. for the love of God, just shut her up. She must have been freezing uh, doing this film because she's the frigiest character I've ever seen. There is there is no point. There is nothing to her character. And I'm also, she's a, she's a mutant. She's the only one with powers. And they don't even explain it or anything at all. No. She's just there. Can we, hold on, can we back up for a second, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the 
cringiest prologue I have ever did. Get that shit away from me. Get that shit away from me. I don't want to see that shit. Get that shit away from me. That's, that's my Legos. I love the characters of Venom and, and Carnage. They're really cool. But the this new movie is not not hitting that. Ben, I I I haven't been this is, this is this, I haven't been like this was Rise of Skywalker level pain I went through. Yeah, worse for um, me. Yeah, the character well, freak was awful. Yeah. yeah. I liked it at first. I'm not going to lie, guys. I didn't like it at first. Venom at a rave. I liked it at first. Oh, and my probably, gosh. Probably because I was in the heat of the moment. I was like, okay, that's adorable. Uh-huh. And then the more I thought about it, then I was like, this did nothing to the character. No. This did nothing to elevate the movie. No. This, this is just painful. That was, that was painful. Yes. And um, are we just not going to... Are we not? Are 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 these? Are we that stupid as millennials? <laughs> like, there is an alien symbiote here. Uh huh. Uh huh. And everyone like cool costume, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, cool yep. Costume. Y'all are fucking stupid. They don't. Are really stupid. They don't realize. They don't realize that is a fucking alien symbiote, right? That is an alien. Has has he not been? On the news and stuff wasn't that stuff big, and also that is, my, no one, that is my next complaint. Has this no guy has been running around here <laughs> for months, <laughs> probably years, and no one. This is not on the news. This is not even on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, no one knows no who, one who knows Eddie. Shit. Oh He's my gosh, stupidest <laughs> character. Fucking god. Yeah, <sighs> I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. Yeah, let's talk about. Did I mention the prologue already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the ADR oh. or whatever. That was that was, that <laughs> having, was just a mess. Having their having voices. Voices, yes. With like the weird. weird. I honestly wanted younger. to crawl under a blanket because that creeped me the fuck out. That <laughs> yeah. was shit. Yeah. Um the cop character. Let's talk about him for a second. Stephen Graham. You are Mulligan. you are the worst cop alive, my guy. You are, yep. you, are, you, are, you are a stupid, stupid cop. You make Mr. Bean look like a freaking Nobel Prize winner. For real, dude. Seriously. You are you you are dumb. You are you are terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. Just a terrible fucking cop. And um mm-hmm. okay. You are a guy with no powers. You have a pistol. You are literally black widow with no powers. Just a pistol. Or no, you're a Lily Black Widow with no skills, no skills, and you're gonna go pick and shriek. You're gonna you're gonna go fight. I would have just run out of the fucking church at that point. Once he was free, I would have like, yeah, yeah, bye, bye, see you later, bye, goodbye, see you later. I'll get back up. No, you're gonna, sure. you're gonna go fight. You're gonna fight her for you're sure. Gonna fight her. You're gonna fight a mutant, idiot, <laughs> idiot, just an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Let's talk about Carnage. Okay. Let Let me. I I got stuff to say. Uh. Honestly, this could have been any villain in this role. I feel like there is no point of having it be Carnage. Agree? Maybe? I, uh, I'm going to go a step further. Okay. <laughs> the character was fucking useless. Yeah. Just, you're just useless. I, yeah. I, you guys remember that line in the first movie? Like a turd in the wind? That was Carnage. <laughs> he was a turd in the wind. All right. Yeah, he looked cool in his intro when he came out, killing all those people in the pr- cops. Sure, prison. yeah. Yeah, very cool. That was that was that scene yeah. was good. Yeah, very was nice. Good. Yep. Looked nice in the Dolby Theater, the surround sound, and everything. Yeah, 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 badass. You said father, like five times. And <laughs> <same shit. laughs> yes. What, 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 okay, so and then and then Venom's all acting all, all stupid, like he doesn't know who this guy is. All it's like, a oh, son. So that's a red. That's a yeah. red one. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So are we supposed to? Get, what does that mean? So, did you, so then, did you like fuck another symbiote and you got carnage? <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, I, honestly. So yeah, because I, I thought Venom was an outcast and he couldn't get laid or whatever. But now we're finding out <laughs> he's got a son. So obviously, he was getting on with somebody. He he uh he's you know he awesome powered that shit and Shag some some other Venom or Shag Shag <laughs> the symbiote that Shag me. So. I guess it's. I was confused too, but I guess it, is it really because because Woody, uh, you know, Cletus bit Brock and got a little of the the symbiote instead of blood, and he like ate it, and then it, it affected his whole body, and then became red for some reason, and was just as powerful as Venom. Yeah. Uh, what? Poorly, poorly done. And. I mean, the, they they throw in the little romance thing. We, we already talked about Shriek, whatever. Uh, okay, there, there was nothing. No, hold on. Point to that. Yeah, Michelle Williams is a world class actress. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. World class, Ben. Yep. She's literally getting the Amy Adams treatment right now, but worse. But worse. Like at least in the first movie, she actually did something. This, yeah, yeah. Like, why do we have to have her be the damsel in stress? I'm like, oh come on. And then. I was talking with, I told you, I was talking to uh, my buddy Tyler the Finley on Instagram. Yeah. We were both in agreement. We would have enjoyed this one a whole lot more. I know this sounds dark, but they were literally, there was a parallel to Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh-huh, I got the some. whole dropping scene. I was like, they're going to do it. They're going to kill her. This is going to be, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they played it safe. Yeah, that, that is probably one of my biggest issues with this film. This film is called Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and this film felt too safe. Yeah. Uh, funny you talk about those connections. I had, I just, I want to bring this up because I had several Spidey connections. So at one point we see Venom, we're looking at him, and you can see the reflection in his eyes of, uh, of two different things going on. And that was very much like uh, original Spider Man. So Andy stole that. Venom was trapped under the rubble at one point, and he's like, I can't do this. And then Eddie Brock, a normal human being, was like, Hey, we're together. And we're strong. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And throws off the rocks, which is very stupid. But it, it was kind of similar to uh, Homecoming with the Spider-Man. Plus, that's in the comics, too. Yeah, falling down the, the tower, you mentioned. The Homecoming thing was done a lot better. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2 thing. And then the, the bell, um, which I know, you know, Venom and Carnage don't like sound. So bell is loud. So let's go with that again. But, I mean, we, we had that whole thing in Spider-Man 3 also. And since we're on the bell, a bell is hollow on the inside. If it falls down on someone, that doesn't instantly kill them. She already fell down. So, which is why I, I, look, we never see a body. So I'm, I think she's still alive. Oh, don't give me. Oh my god. I mean, they gave. I mean, the way it was executed, Ben, it was done where like, yeah, she's dead. Which I was like, that's stupid. stupid. Yeah. Um. I, I. Okay. Hold on. I gotta say something else. Okay, <laughs> I gotta yeah. go back to the character, the, the stupid character decisions. Yeah, yeah. So after they free Eddie from jail, right, and she gives uh, Venom back to Eddie. Eddie literally tells them to go away, and what did they do? They go. There is a murderous psychopath on the loose. They decided to go home first <laughs> and pack their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, I don't know why that irritated the hell out of me. <laughs> I was like, "Do you guys have you guys not been paying attention for the last I don't know how many minutes?" Yeah. Run! Go, there was a psych, but no, 
I need to pack some belongings, you know, yep. hair dryer. Uh, yeah, you, know, you, you need your pillow. Yeah, pack some yeah. ham and blankets for the road. Let's get a case of water or something because we can't get that on the way out. No, you know, no, y'all that's true. Look around and wait to be captured by a shriek. That's nice. Very nice. <laughs> Very cool. Idiots. Um. So yeah, that, I I had to mention that before I forgot because I just I I'm really tired of seeing these stupid stupid human decisions over and, and over again. And they honestly make. And Michelle Williams' character, like a an asshole, I feel like I did yeah, not she came like. Up with a movie. <laughs> okay, sorry. Right, yeah, you still agree? Because yeah. like even like get, bringing Eddie to dinner, I was like, what's gonna happen here? And I she was just showing off her ring, and then he he acts awkward, and she's like, what? What do you got to say? I'm like, what? What is the point of Maybe this? Maybe you can be happy for me. Hold on, no, 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 <laughs> no. You two were so... engaged, and then you broke it off, and then you're gonna show off this new fancy ring to him when you know he's going through his own shit. Yeah, just stop talking to him. <laughs> yeah, poorly, poorly written. I, I yeah, because I I love I love Michelle Williams, but she yeah. I I just this was look when you get offered a comic role, you don't turn it down, right? Because that's that's, <laughs> that's 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 serious money. Mm-hmm. Michelle Williams is much better than this. We know this. We know this. She's much better than this, and I hope to God she doesn't come back because they kind of left. They kind of like <laughs> left her character as like they they, they had their goodbye, which was a, a very very weak goodbye. I was like, y'all yeah. been through so much, and I was like, see right. you. We'll see you on news one day. All right, yep. stay safe. All right, peace <laughs> out. Don't get transported to another universe. All right, see you, Eddie. Bye bye. Later. So, yeah, I, I I don't really like what they done with her character, and I also it, it just goes back to this whole carnage thing for me, Ben, because I was really looking forward to it, and there are moments of really cool shit with Carnage, and then a lot of the times I just was rolling my eyes and kind of like, okay, really? Honestly, are we really doing this? Yep. And I look, I'm not going to lie, guys. I did have a fun time with the third act. I did. I did. I had a lot of fun. It just felt too safe. And that, that that's kind of my biggest complaint with this movie, is that for all the cool stuff that happens periodically, <laughs> a lot of the stuff just felt unnecessary, unsafe, or, or not safe, very safe, and not a comic book movie. Then I will probably, I, I mean, I'm about to buy it on digital because I talk about all the comic book movies, but I'm not going to revisit this again in theaters. And I don't do that usually. I usually see every comic movie at least twice in theaters. I'm not doing that with this. I refuse. No. I refuse because I, I just, the disappointment level, and the more I think about it, and the more I talk to people on Instagram or just out, you know, with my other friends, it's just the more infuriated I get. And yep. uh, yeah, so if I have to, there's, I, I, I don't, and actually the runtime, which was a lot of people's concern, that really wasn't a big concern for me. It should have been longer to kind of <laughs> flesh out some more stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it moved <sighs> fast. Sure. Uh, but that was my biggest issue with the film. Uh, I would have liked to have some other stuff fleshed out, but at the end of the day, I kind of have the same reactions that I, I did with this with Fast 9. I had a lot of fun. I recognize its issues, but I have more issues with this than I did with Fast 9. Yeah. And uh, because at least with Fast 9, you know what you're getting at this point. Uh, and plus, I feel like they're more like self referential. I feel like this they one. They are more self aware. Than... Yeah, self aware. This one's taking it very seriously and not doing good. In my well, opinion. I, I mean, like, there are moments where they know it feels like. Okay, we know what it is, but then it's taking itself too seriously. Okay, no, but we know it's a Venom movie. No, okay, we're, we're back seriously. and forth. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of. And then what I told you, 
with both those trailers, they the tone. I said that. <laughs> yeah, both, yeah. The, the, both those trailer reviews, the tone yep. was my issue. Like, what's the problem going to be? What's the tone? What's the tone going to be? And I can't tell you the tone of this movie because it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yep. Yeah, me too. I was with Woody signing on and Andy Circus. I was like, okay, getting getting hope up a little bit, but now somehow it was worse than the first one and i do not like the first one <laughs> either yeah yeah and the i mean the pace yeah it was like manic and crazy the first 10 minutes then i thought it really slowed down like too much well, and then once, it was just kind of building to one fight i know you said you enjoyed it but i well okay so that's what i still want to get to yeah when venom and eddie separated that's when the movie i was like whoa it, this it came to a screeching halt. i'm just uh, like, <laughs> slow yeah. down it can't i was like this is, this is okay. weird. Um, yeah. yeah, this is a little odd. Uh, cool, I guess. I wanted there needed to be another fight between Venom and Carnage. Yeah, yeah. You have that. That's another bit. My one of my biggest complaints. You have a film little called Venom. Let there be Carnage. And yet, there was one fight. <laughs> yeah. There's another action sequence in here that I just was like, whatever with, and it was the orphanage. When they went back to the orphanage and the, they, I guess they found him or whatever. Oh, that was, oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> flying car and the yeah I oh my god <laughs> that was yes yeah. just, just 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 all over the place yeah and then okay so you're gonna have carnage and you kill him in this movie you mm-hmm. could have saved him for another movie man you really mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. but they did it mm-hmm. they didn't save him so I I I really want to talk to the people at Sony and be like. I really want to be in that writer's room, like, hey guys, let's sit down, let's have a conversation. Here, here's some coffee, here's some chicken business from Chick fil A. Let's sit down and have a conversation. What the hell went wrong here? What the hell went wrong? Andy, you start, then Amy Pascal, you're next, and uh, then we'll go to you, Ed, uh, Tom Hardy, and so on and so forth. What the hell happened? I really want to know what, what the hell happened because somewhere in here, deep, 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 deep in sound, there is some semblance of a good movie in here. Maybe just gonna drink a whole lot of vodka or rum and maybe you'll enjoy it more. I don't know, Ben. I'm trying to find some of the good stuff to talk about, but you look like you're not even done yet. So what else you got to say? All right, no, I'm, I'm over it. Well, the, all right. The one last thing about carnage I wanted to say was uh, his like motive. Does it exist? No. Uh, it, Eddie wrote a bad column about him. Oh, for the love of God. Oh God. And so he doesn't, he, uh, he's, he's got to kill Eddie if he's, you know, writing something bad about him. But then at the end, he's like, I just, I just wanted to be friends with you. Like, what? I don't, they don't even know what they wanted to do with him. <laughs> it's days like these. I wish we could do a visual live stream <laughs> so they can see our reactions. Our, I, I, rubbing the temples. Yeah. Yeah. I, there are, everyone's motivations in here are ass. They're all ass. Um, they all make no sense. And, you know, Carnage himself, not, not Cletus, but Carnage is, motive of getting rid of the symbiote so he'd be the one only symbiote i i i whatever okay sure yeah god the more th- the more we're talking about it, the more i get mad yep yeah <laughs> that's yeah that's how i was <laughs> still am well all right if the you thing don't, is, yeah my entire audience was eating this film up dude i was like oh that made me even matter too honestly i was like everyone in here is having a blast i'm like i'm, I'm like okay I did have a good time, but probably for the wrong reasons. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, you're laughing, you're having a good time, you're having a good time. I'm, okay. Yeah. When I'm not enjoying something and other people are very much, then I'm like, what are you seeing that I'm 
not. Real dude. That's awesome. Uh, I was like, what? Show me the way. Show me the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show me how you enjoy better than what there be carnage. Please just tell me. Yeah. Last thing I'll say. A bunch of scotch. Do you drink a whole lot? So t- tell good. us. Man. Last thing I'll say is to, it, it, to, to sum up this movie. The, the way, the reason, well, not the reason, but one point I checked out of the original was when Venom, this alien symbiote, and I know we can't, we can't say, oh, I wanted the movie to be like this. We got the movie, got what we want. We have to talk about that. But I, uh, for me personally, I want a darker and not as funny thing. But it, whatever, it made a bunch of money anyway. But he, in the, in the first one, he calls Venom calls Eddie a pussy. I love and that. I, that was hilarious. Oh, I, I checked out that moment, and I guess that was a fan favorite moment. We had to bring it back here when Venom is inside of Mrs. Chin. And Michelle Williams is flirting with him to get him back into the fight. And Venom calls Dr. Dan the P word again. I, oh my gosh. No comment on that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, let's, let's, let's just move on. Let's, yep. Because I, I, don't, I don't want this whole. <laughs> I, nope, I, nope. I, we really, like, we, ben and I really do try to avoid talking negative, you know. Um, but this is a big movie. It's a comic movie, so of course we're going to do a spoiler review for it. Uh, but I, I, I told a whole bunch of people this too, Ben. When your best thing is a post-credit scene, that's never a good sign. Mm. Well, let's talk about that too. Okay, so Ben, you know my favorite post-credit scene of all time is probably still the. Uh, well, okay, so yeah, probably one of my probably my all-time favorite is either Spidey's identity getting revealed or the uh, announcement of the Avengers Initiative with the uh, close, close. Like a runner-up being the Thanos reveal. And, mm-hmm. you know, All right. We've had two really great post-credit scenes this year with Black Widow's uh, Hawkeye thing, which I I probably put in my top ten all-time post-credit scenes. And then wow. uh, Sean Chi. I, I I can understand people coming from work. It did get a lot of over. It was a little overhyped that post-credit scene. Yeah. Yes. Um. But I still really enjoyed it. Probably uh, we're not gonna because we we've worked on Sean Chi. Yep. But uh. I would have to say that this is probably now in my top three all-time favorite book scenes. I absolutely loved it. And maybe it probably be partly because I didn't enjoy the movie all that well. So I was looking for something and they gave it to me. And uh, props to Tom Holland for spoiling it after two days. No way. Yeah, he, he, he went on his Instagram story and put, are the rumors true? And I was like, oh, come on, Tom. Don't oh, do good. that. I'm glad you didn't see it. I think he actually posted it like on a Saturday or Sunday. Wow. Um, hey, I saw it on Sunday. The okay, movie. Yes. I'm glad you didn't see Tom Holland's Instagram yeah. story. Yeah. Because yeah, he 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 literally posted like going to see Venom or something. And then like underneath it, it was like, are the rumors true with like a Spider-Man <laughs> thing? I was like, oh, come on, Tom. Really? <laughs> really? Uh, so they had a big reveal is Venom got transported or Eddie and Venom both got transported into the MCU, which... I am now starting to piece together probably Spider-Man No Way Home is probably going to be a Sinister Six movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just, just, just thinking about it now, but I, I got a feeling it's going to be a Sinister Six movie. Uh, just based off everything we've kind of heard and what's rumored to be appearing and yeah. after that first trailer, uh, th- this is definitely looking like it's a Sinister Six movie. Uh, Doctor Strange, you really fucked up this time, man. You, oh, you fucked up big time, buddy. You <laughs> really, really did. Uh, that's kind of my theory is whatever the hell Doctor Strange did, whatever that spell, that's about Eddie into the uh well into the MCU. I'm still conf- okay, you think that's it? I'm so confused too, because 
Venom was like, oh, by the way, I haven't mentioned this before, but since I'm an alien, I've been across multiple multiverses and share a wealth of knowledge. Okay, sure. Uh, would you like to see one? He's like, yeah, why not? And then, yeah, something crazy happens and, they, and it all changes. Is he, Venom didn't cause that. You're saying no. someone else did. But, but right, at the, like, right at the exact moment they were talking about it is when... Yeah, which was weird. Is when something happened. Because I'm like, okay, you've seen a lot. So I'm curious if he is familiar with the symbiote from Sam Raimi's trilogy. Um, that would be interesting. I doubt it. Uh, yeah. Topher Grace? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think we're getting Topher Grace since by no. the home. I, I, I really don't. Uh, God forbid. God help us all if we do. <laughs> um, Look, this is this is very this is I, look it's it's spectacular. Uh, there's been a lot of theories about how we got transported because or and when does this take place? Because at the same time we get transported, it's revealed that Spider-Man's identity was revealed. And so I was talking with our buddy Jack. Right by that Google image, yeah, uh, yeah, like, on on the news they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Google image. Zach for, uh, Zach was telling me like, you know, he thinks that uh it might have been wanda or uh sylvie that causes him to get in you know bring him over to the mc to the mcu i'm like no because that that news footage wasn't like the breaking breaking news that looked like right. uh, like they've been talking about this for a couple of days or maybe a couple of weeks or maybe even months so i don't think it's then uh i i do think it has to do with dr strange that spell whatever he cast it mm-hmm. i could be wrong i don't know kevin fight against the answer my calls so he's too busy gearing up for eternal so <laughs> But yeah, I'm um, look. Eternals is still our most anticipated film for the rest of the year. Ben, you know, Spider Man No Way Home. This is everyone's most anticipated film. It's mm-hmm. still my number two. And mm-hmm. this post credits, he definitely got me excited. I'm not getting my hope. I'm not like, I don't think Venom's going to be in a lot of this movie. No. But I think he will have somewhat of a role, like villain role, I guess. But what I'm getting from this too, Ben, is um, let's just hear me out for a second, Ben. Okay. Venom, let there be current, is made $90 million. With no ties or connections to the MCU except for the post credits scene, right? Mm-hmm. The first Venom made over eight hundred million dollars worldwide. <laughs> Spider Man to the Spider Verse, which also has no connection to the MCU, is a lot of people's favorite Spider Man film. Ben, yeah, we are seeing the days numbered of Spider Man in the MCU because what I think it's going to happen after No Way Home. Spider Man's going back to Sony. <laughs> yeah, time. I think he's going to get transported back to the Sonyverse, and. Venom 3, whatever it is, might deal with Venom and Spider-Man fighting. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, Ben, we're, we are counting. We, Tom Holland's days in the MCU are we're counting, are, are numbered. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I can oh, yeah. No, I agree. Because Sony's the main holder, I guess, of the race. Well, yeah. And they're, and they're realizing, oh, shit, our films are doing It makes money. Well. Yeah. Without well, any MCU Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, look, Into the Spider Verse is going to make a lot of money, but it is the best received Spider Man film. So, mm-hmm. and like, Spider Man, Spider Verse too, Ben. I mean, that that thing is going to be hyped up a lot. Yeah, yeah. That oh my god, yeah. I, I look, he's rumored to be in this next Spider Man film, and then one more uh, MCU film, which I'm starting to believe is probably Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, if not that, then definitely Avengers Five. But yeah, I'm. <laughs> I, I think this is actually a good thing because we are getting ready to get the mutants and the Fantastic Four into the MCU. The MCU is getting ready to get really fucking crowded. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think this is a good thing for everybody, for the MCU and for Sony. 
uh, for Sony knowing that they can make good Spider-Man movies without having Kevin Feige's help, and for the MCU just getting another person off the roster so they can make room for some of these other people coming in. Uh, you know, so, but anything you want to add to that, Ben? I like Spidey, though, but, yep, I tend to agree with you there. Um, yeah, the, the post-credit is, if you can't tell, I don't really enjoy these Venom movies, so I'm not super excited about him joining the MCU, uh, but if it's, you know, I, I think it'll just be this one battle or the yeah, battle. It'll be he, just this one get transported back to the villain universe. in this movie. Yeah. And I know I sound hypocritical too, because I'm very excited for the other Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, villains uh, to come back. But I don't know. It's been, we've had a longer distance between those. And of course I like those characters better, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what goes down. If there's one little fight and Kevin Feige's there, John Watts, they're giving him good material and he's actually, funny and it's interesting and a good fight then i'm I'm down but right now i'm more excited for the spider-man 2 video game for uh (laughs) for that battle so yeah i uh like i said i think this is going to be a sinister six kind of uh, film right here because we we know doc ox in the beginning we've seen the goblin uh grenades so we know goblin's probably going to make an appearance which goblin please to god please be willing to (laughs) foe yeah Um, that was his last yeah uh, we got Electro, Jamie Fox, Electro's coming back. There are rumors of, well, we saw Sandman um, in the, yeah. briefly in the trailer. So we know yeah. Sandman's coming back. There's rumors of Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, and then, so maybe, I still think Mysterio's going to pop up here too, Ben. I mean, look, it's a lot of characters. It's not overcrowded. It's just how they got to use them. Yeah. Uh, how are they, they going to be used? You can't have uh, four people in the Sinister Six. Right. Yeah. So but, I mean, I'm going to stand like the Sinister Five. I don't know. I don't know man. <laughs> no, that's uh, silly. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Keaton comes back too at some point. And they well, tease okay. and so they tease was, Scorpion. So, uh, yeah. So that's another thing too. <laughs> we saw Keaton in the Morbius trailer. That's right. Morbius is still a thing, guys. That's coming out eventually. Oh my God, Morbius. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm because we saw in that first Morbius trailer, Ben, that there was some Spider-Man MCU stuff Easter eggs in that Morbius yeah. trailer. So. This more mistake place in the MCU. I don't know. Look, I hope Spider-Man No Way Home really explains as well, so we don't have more more headaches. But a lot of nerds are gonna have headaches for the next two months until uh, until No Way Home comes out. Ben, luckily yep. we're not too far away, and I got a feeling yeah, that's right. The second trailer is pop, which is probably coming out before Eternals. Second trailer is probably gonna come out this month, um, so I'm sure it's gonna give us some answers and a lot more questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, if there's Sony though. Because Marvel want to do this. Marvel would not show McGuire or Garfield. But nope. I know you, please. Sony. Sony, I know you. You're going to do oh, it. You're going to do it. Don't ben, do ben, it. We, ben, we both are going to do it. Don't do it. Ben. <laughs> Acceptance. Uh, is part of the stages of grief. All right. Going well, through this right now. with ben yeah, ben. Yes. yeah, especially so be, this movie. We have to accept the fact that they're going to show them in the trailer. All right. Uh, because that gets what, that's going to get butts in the seats. Yeah, I mean, look, Sp- I mean, look, Tyler Spider-Man should get people in the seats no matter what. Yep. But seeing Garfield and McGuire in there, <laughs> it wouldn't be funny that they showed Garfield and McGuire. Like, oh, okay, Garfield. All right, Only one of them. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> All right, yay, Garfield. I mean, look, I kind of feel bad for Garfield too, because like, we're, I think yeah. we're, everyone's more excited for McGuire than Garfield at this point. <laughs> yeah. And like, McGuire's been so quiet in Garfield because you know he's had. This, uh, the Tammy Faye come out, so he's had to answer these questions of like, are you going to be in there or not? And he's doing the best he can, but dude, you, you just need to stop doing interviews at this point because you're not helping your kids right now. <laughs> yeah. really not. I don't know. I haven't gotten a call. 
Yeah, get the call. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying no, but I don't think so. I don't, so. don't want to disappoint. So. I don't want to disappoint people, but I don't want to yeah. get them excited either. Well, look, Ben, <laughs> people are gonna be disappointed no matter what. So some people. It's probably Instagram videos already. No way home sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but let's go ahead and end this. Anyway, that's our review of Venom 2. <laughs> yeah, uh, our long, overblown review of Venom 2. Um, yep. Let us know why we why, let us let us know why uh, we put you guys in therapy because we were so negative. Uh, we, we don't pay for we don't pay for your therapy bills though. No. We can't do that. But what we can do is uh, hopefully we'll have be more positive for next week's um, James Bond yes. episode. Uh, uh, for for the most part. Yeah, I think next week will be much more positive. Uh, so let us know what you guys thought of Venom at the Big Carnage because I'm sure you guys have a lot of thoughts. Ben, where can people find us online? The good people can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast. And uh, yeah, like like you said, email us uh, your thoughts on on this uh, movie, I guess if you want to call it that. Uh, rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. That's rb, like Rod Ben, dot the Infinity Film Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, I just want to thank you guys. First of all, thank you guys for listening to our summer retrospectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of fun to do. I know mm-hmm. we had to split up into two parts, but that was just a very long episode. We didn't do it on purpose or anything. It was just it was a long episode. But I want to ask you guys this question, and maybe I'll just put it up on, a, on our story when we drop the episode, if I remember to do it. Do you guys like having our rundown separately, or do you like it attached to our main topic of discussion for the day? I want to know. So let us know, guys. Uh, hit us up on an email. I'll put up a poll on Instagram or whatever. But uh, yeah, I want to hear from you guys. And then uh, we are also done with Instagram live streams. That, that shit's done. We're not doing that anymore. We're going to do some Marvel live streams here in the future. Probably probably when towards the release of Hot Guy is when I'm thinking we'll start doing those. Uh, maybe for Eternals. I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe Eternals for like a spoiler discussion. That might be our first one, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely for Hot Guy, we're going to start doing those. Uh, what to look forward to for the rest of the month? our bond episode coming out uh we're gonna go back in the vault i think in a couple of weeks and then uh we got our favorite horror films coming out at the end of the month and then uh what else we had something that we had something else come out this month as well didn't we i kind of forgot what it was like i honestly did i thought there was something else or maybe that was it for october oh well then early november we are doing a disney retrospective part four god damn four okay <laughs> we are not disney shills I actually looked at the back. I am a Disney show. Yeah, part four. Look forward to that in the beginning of November. Anything else, Ben, that I missed? Uh, no, that's about it. All right. Well, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy No Time to Die. If you're going to go see Venom, let there be carnage. Good luck. Pray for you. Yeah, good yep. luck. It's only 90 minutes, so that's a plus. And you do get a cool post credit scene. So maybe, you know what maybe you should do? Hang out at the, if you have like a bar area, hang out at the bar. <laughs> and then once you get like to an hour and a half, go back in, watch the credits. And uh, watch post credits and then leave. There you go. All right. But uh, Ben, I hope you enjoyed No Time to Die this weekend, man. Yes, thank you. You too. Uh, oh yes, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, <laughs> the anticipation is uh, tomorrow's day, man. Tomorrow. Well, yes. When this episode drops, we have the recording. We both have seen it. Yep. Uh, but uh, yes, enjoy No Time to Die to Die this weekend, guys. Whatever you're doing this weekend, I hope you guys enjoy. And we will see you guys next week for our Bond Daniel Craig edition uh, retrospective. And I am off to not watch Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs>